Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Polyglot Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Torres, here today with high school student Isabella Moravian, better known as Bella. Bella was born and raised in America and is ethically Armenian. She understands and speaks Armenian, is currently learning Spanish in school, and is a native English speaker. Hey Bella, first of all, long time no see. So I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In the beginning of episodes, we usually like to start off with an introduction. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and the languages that you're currently learning? Okay. Hi, I'm Isabella. I'm currently learning Spanish in school, and I'm learning Armenian at home. Um, In Armenian, you'd say, Barev im Anuna Isabella. And then in Spanish, you'd say, Hola, me llamo Isabella. That was great. And to all the listeners, I'll have a translated transcript of Bella's introduction on my blog at polyglotperspective.com. So be sure to check that out as well. Yeah, so let's start out with a few background questions. So you mentioned that you grew up in a bilingual household in America, with your parents speaking Armenian to at home and you speaking English at school. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, so when I was really little... Like, my first words were both in English and Armenian, and Armenian was spoken at home, but it wasn't really spoken at home like it was, but it wasn't the only language language we spoke at home. So, I, growing up in a bilingual household, it was, it was definitely an incredible experience because I'd learn a whole different language at home, and then I'd come to school, and it'd be a whole other language, mm-hmm. and it was something other people thought was cool like especially in elementary school yeah. I'd be like oh can you say something in Armenian and I was just like oh okay <laughs> but yeah it was definitely it's definitely a cool experience so at home do you usually speak English with your parents or do they speak to you in Armenian usually it's English unless we have like relatives over that are like older like grandparents or great uncles and aunts but normally it's English but sometimes it'll be in Armenian oh nice do you have family in Armenia and have you ever been there? No, personally, I don't have family in Armenia and I've never been there. Most of us are um, here. Would you like to go there someday? Yeah, I totally want. I like a lot of my cousins have been there and they really mm-hmm. liked it and I'd really want to go there one day. We were supposed to mm-hmm. go this summer, but that didn't oh, end yeah. up happening. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I hope you get to go next year. Yeah. As an Armenian girl born and raised in America, primarily speaking English and exposed to American culture, have you ever felt disconnected from your family's roots? Um, well, my elementary school was majority Armenian, so there was definitely that, like, that part of our culture that was there. But as I grew up and like went to middle school, that kind of changed. And high school, it's changed even more. Like, it's becoming less school has become less connected to my culture but they're like there's an Armenian club at school but they're not as active as like it was in elementary school so I say as I got older like I've kind of like lost that connection to it at school but yeah Mm. and going off this topic since you learned Armenian organically with your parents speaking it to speaking it to you um, at home, you never really studied it formally. Do you have any interest in learning or relearning it? Oh, definitely. I totally want to learn it, like sit down in a class and actually learn it as like, like I do in Spanish at school. 
I did take mm-hmm. a class in elementary school, but that was like two weeks. And it was kind of like, I felt uncomfortable because I didn't really know that much versus like, yeah. like I was in fifth grade when I took that class and it was like this kindergartner who knew so much more than me. And I was just like, it was like kind of like weird. It was a weird environment, but like a one-on-one class, I feel like I'd be more comfortable in and I totally want to learn it. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned earlier, as you're growing up, you're feeling more disconnected from your roots. Have you found that it's like increasingly harder to like actually study Armenian or to get to know your family's culture more? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. I just say like at school, it's not like in elementary school, like majority of my class was like Armenian and we had that like thing we would connect over. But as I get older, like the number of Armenians in my class just gets smaller. So it's harder to connect at school, but at home, I'm definitely still connected to my culture. That's great. When did you first realize that you're interested in learning languages and why do you like to learn them today? Um, I'd say my interest in languages first started in middle school because in elementary school, it was, you know, it was kind of mandatory. You'd like sit down and the teacher Mm -hmm. would come in. But then in like eighth grade, when class became like optional, (laughs) I was like, oh, I actually want to try to take this and try to learn it. So I'd say I was definitely like I was actually interested in it starting eighth grade. Mm. Eighth grade, what language did you learn? Spanish at school. And then at home, you know, obviously Armenian. Nice. Do you prefer to self-study languages or take classes in school? Um, I prefer actually like a one-on-one with someone else. Because I feel like in uh-huh. a class, I'm not like my pronunciation of words is kind of like, I don't like how I pronounce words in other languages. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in a one-on-one class, I'd be more comfortable versus in a, like, a bigger class with, like, even, like, 10 people. I'd feel, like, kind of, like, embarrassed to speak it out loud, and I wouldn't really, you know, try to learn it. Mm -hmm. No, it's scary, yeah. There's so many people there, and then no one knows how to speak the language, and then you're just talking, and then everyone's, like, confused. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What's your favorite method of learning languages? Like listening, speaking, reading, writing, watching TV? Um, I really like listening. So mm-hmm. in our, like, I understand a lot more Armenian than I can speak. So when I go to like my relative's house and they're talking, I pick up more just listening to them than speaking to them. Oh. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, do you have any plans to learn more languages in the future or perhaps dive more in depth into the languages that you're currently studying? Oh, yeah, I totally want to learn. Well, as I get older and I go through high school, I'm still going to take Spanish classes and hopefully like, go on to like, an honors class or an AP Spanish class. But I definitely want to learn more Armenian and get better at that but I've also really wanted to learn Italian for a very long time so I probably want to pick that up (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. why are you interested in Italian um honestly there's no like real reason I just I feel like I really want to go there and if I do go there I'd want to be able to connect with people who are from there through language yeah no that's so cool and you talked about studying Spanish in school. How is that experience for you? Do you like studying Spanish in school? Oh, yeah. I like studying Spanish in school. I think it's very fun. And learning it with my friends is, um, it, like, it becomes a better experience because there's more memories attached to it. 
but um it's also like that whole group setting like I don't want to like pronounce <laughs> words out loud yeah what's an aspect of language learning or languages in general that you find the most fascinating um I love how like you can create so many more friends through language like learning different mm-hmm. languages like one language is like a key to like a whole different world you know yeah like like, let's say, like, if I were to go to Ita- Italy, <laughs> Italia, if I were to go to Italy, yeah. and if I learned Italian, I could connect with more people than if I just went with knowing English, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone abroad, like another country, and traveled there? Oh, um, no, the furthest I've traveled is Canada. <laughs> oh, how was that experience? It was fun. It was. It's like it's different, but the same at the same time. It's so weird. But I really love Canada. Because mm-hmm. I know in Canada, obviously they speak English, but there's probably like yeah. some cultural differences from Canada and America. Yeah, Canada there is pretty similar. How was that experience? Um, it's interesting because like in California, it's it's okay. Well, first of all, like the weather is just so different. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd say like. Because I have family friends over there, and their kids are the same age as me. And then when I met them, they were just kind of like, oh. Like, I wanted to be <laughs> friendly with them and, like, be friends with them. But I felt like because they already had friends, they didn't want to open up. But I feel oh. like here we're a lot more, like, open. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the sun. but like, The sun. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, like, yeah. a lot more friendlier. I don't know, in my experience. But, mm. yeah. Yeah, that's great. But I feel like also in the East Coast, it's like super drastically different than in California. So I guess it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still the West Coast, but it's like Northwest Coast and then yeah, yeah. Coast. <laughs> and now moving on to the entertainment section, what are some of your favorite TV shows, mm-hmm. movies, and songs that you listen to in foreign languages? Um, well, I don't honestly, I don't really know of any shows or movies in Armenian, but, um, like, if you go to an Armenian wedding, they'll have all these, like, really nice songs, and I like listening to them, but I don't know the names of them, like, they just (laughs) reoccur at every wedding, and I just, I really like them, but in Spanish, um, honestly, same, I don't really know, I don't really watch TV in, like, other languages, I feel like I don't enjoy it as much, because I don't really understand it all, Mm -hmm. but, but in English, I really like Grey's Anatomy. It's my Ooh, favorite. Nice, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and in Spanish, what resources do you use to study? I guess besides textbooks at school. Um, we use Quizlet like to mm-hmm. go over. We read like mini stories. So my teacher will like break up the chapter into like different flashcards on Quizlet. Oh. And we'll have like a Quizlet every night for homework. So we use that. And then we make um, slideshows in Spanish mm-hmm. and we had this one writing assignment towards the end of freshman year yeah do you prefer to use Quizlet like the online flashcards or do you like to use like written flashcards personally I don't like written flashcards so mm-hmm. I like the online flashcards better because from the flashcards you could also do learn mode and then you can do the matching and so like it's yeah. just you can do more with it Have you ever tried to use Duolingo? (laughs) Because I know that's a really popular one for Spanish. But, like, there's so many mixed reviews. Like, some people love it, some people hate it. So, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I started Duolingo, like, (laughs) two summers ago. And I was doing, like, French and Italian and Spanish at the same time. And I was getting really confused, I think. Because, like, I was 
<laughs> yeah, they're so similar. So yeah. yeah, I was like crossing it over. I was like, wait, what? But I don't know, personally, Duolingo was it was good. Well, I only got to like level two or something, <laughs> so I didn't really go deep into it. But I mean, I guess it was like it was good for like going up to like level two. Mm, yeah. Okay. And now we're going to move on to talk a little bit more about teenagers and young adults. Mm-hmm. You might not be aware of this, but not many American students actively study foreign languages. Only about 20% of American students study foreign languages. So why do you oh, think really? people seem to be generally uninterested in learning languages? I feel like it's just like the work and no one wants to put the work <laughs> into it. Because yeah. it's a whole other language and your people are already used to speaking English. So I feel like they wouldn't want to expand their horizons only because like it would take a lot of work to, I think, Mm -hmm. in their eyes. But once you start, like you kind of like keep going, like even if you know the entire language, you like in English, like I'm still learning more English with like vocab and everything. So yeah, I think, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, I think it's just because people are afraid to start because they feel like when they start they're like stuck mm-hmm. but I say it wouldn't be afraid to start yeah I feel like people are so used to speaking English that they just like don't want to like have to relearn everything like from the very beginning yeah exactly like oh I already know this in English why do mm-hmm. I need to know it in another language yeah and what's your opinion on this because a very popular claim is that being in America it isn't necessary to learn other languages and that English is sufficient Mm. Um, well, I think for the most part, but America's like, it's a diverse country. Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we don't all speak English. Yeah. So I feel like learning other languages will be like, enable us to be friends with more people and to connect with more people. Mm-hmm. And a common answer that I hear to the question is that it's particularly difficult to find motivation to consistently learn languages when you start. And it can often mm-hmm. seem boring. Do you have any advice for people who are struggling with motivation to learn languages? Um, I'd say if you know a friend who speaks that language, I'd say try talking to them and like try to carry a conversation in that language. It's like it's fun because it's someone you know mm-hmm. and it won't be like a boring like reading a textbook. It'll be like yeah, a yeah. different way to learn it. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. That's a new one. <laughs> And what's been the most challenging aspect of learning languages for you? Uh, well, personally, it's like pronouncing them because mm-hmm. there's so many different like accents and like ways you have to like roll your like R's and like use like your tongue and like, like, I don't know how to say it, how to say it yeah. but like, I cannot pronouncing. Yeah, I cannot either. No, 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 that, that will never happen. <laughs> but um, just there's so many different ways to pronounce words in like, all these languages like that's for me the diff- most difficult part mm-hmm. you talked about how pronunciation is a difficult part how about do you find that it's difficult to actually go out there and speak with native speakers because I know since you know we live in the United States Spanish is like the second most common language and so there's yeah. quite a lot of people speaking Spanish outside mm-hmm. have you found it difficult to actually like maybe when you're going to the supermarket speak to a person in Spanish yeah like well I'm shy when it comes to speaking in a different language yeah. so 
I have to like open up with that more. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I find that difficult for sure. Not that I wouldn't, but I just I have to feel more comfortable with the language. Like I can't go in there with like a middle school knowledge of (laughs) Spanish and try to carry a conversation because it'll only go so far. But like speaking to someone in a few words, I don't know, I'm kind of shy with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'll embarrass myself. So that's the only reason I find it difficult. But I feel like as I grow more confident in the language, I'll do that. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Like, it can feel a bit, like, frightening in the beginning. Because, like, you're like, oh, I don't know if they're going to understand me and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel yeah, like exactly. the more you practice, the more, like, the better it will get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the more I pronounce words, like, they'll understand me. Yeah, yeah, we're just keep on repeating it. Yeah. And for the exciting part, can you tell us about your favorite or most memorable language story? Like maybe a time where you were listening to a TV show, watching a TV show, and you could understand a phrase without reading subtitles or something like that? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, darn. This is like, I remember it. I don't remember which movie or like which, like, show it was I don't know what it was but one of the characters was speaking on the phone with someone in like Spanish mm. and I completely mm. understood what she was saying oh really? and I got so happy yeah I got so happy yeah. I was like wait what and I didn't even look at like the subtitles I was like oh wow. <laughs> I know school actually paid off I know right <laughs> <laughs> for once okay <laughs> and um finally if you're to give all fellow language learners in america and across the globe a piece of advice for going about studying languages or for those who are unsure whether or not to even learn languages what would you tell them i'd say just go for it because the you're not gonna not get something out of it you know like you're at least if you start you'll and you like to stop at least you'll know like a few words but don't stop like keep going because at the end of the day, even knowing just like a few more words than normal, like you can connect with like so many different people and be friends with someone you never thought you'd be friends with over language. Like that one, that could be that one connector. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you can unlock a whole different world. Mm-hmm. And finally, can you teach us your favorite word or phrase in either Armenian or Spanish? Okay, um, in, in Armenian, my favorite phrase is, oh, I'm going to totally, like, butcher this. I'm not going to be able to pronounce this at it. all. Um, my favorite phrase is, like, it's, like, let me take away your pain. And, huh. like, I feel like it's, like, a sweet phrase. Like, oh, like, share how you're feeling with me. Like, I'll feel, I'll feel it with you, and we'll get through this together. Wow. Yeah, that's so meaningful. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you so much for joining me today, Bella. I had a great time getting to know more about your story and discussing your thoughts on language learning and culture. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I hope that through this episode, all of you fellow teen polyglots learned a lot about Bella's language learning story and gained encouragement to propel your language journey as well. Thank you all for tuning in and feel free to contact me at polyglotperspective at gmail.com in hopes of sharing your story with us on this podcast through your own unique perspective, the polyglot perspective.